to this week's episode of The Weekly Spill, where we tell you what's real with reality TV. I'm Kelly. I'm Sam. And we had a pretty exciting week in the world of reality, so... It was pretty good this week, I will say. Like, this is the content that we need right now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, even though it's a quarantine and we were just talking about it in a week or two, it's going to be like 50 days, woo! But life is still moving on, and I am moving in June in the middle of a pandemic, so... It's just crazy. We'll have a new podcast room, and, like, it won't... It won't be this, like, half Ted's (laughs) office, half podcast, half Kelly's closet extension. It will be solely for this podcast, so... Very official. I know Matthew was like, oh, you should get, like, a fluorescent light in the background, get love sacks, get a ring light so you can no. record it and put it on YouTube. Okay. We can do, like, like maybe a small fraction of that. Yeah. Love sacks, price the big one out. One I wanted was, like, $1,700. Not in the budget. So. I wouldn't buy a couch for $1,700 right now. Never mind. <laughs> a sack for $1,700. <sighs> so if love sack wants to throw us one... Our way for free. I was looking at the elk faux fur one, so yeah, we'll, we'll give some promotion. But other than that, yeah, not on the list. And also, like, I don't think recording like lounging on a love sack would sound the best. But yeah, yeah, I don't know how that would work because I feel like we would have to have individual microphones, and I would get way too comfy <laughs> and fall asleep. Yeah, probably they're supposed to be so comfortable. I know. I, Every time I see one, I'm like, oh, it looks so comfy, I want one. And then I remember that I do not have the sort of income that I can buy a $1,700 <laughs> sack. Yeah. So, and you, if you're going to get one, you have to get the big one. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. what's the point? Although, there's no point in getting a small one. Yeah. Go bigger while we're ready home, but. <laughs> go bigger, go out. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that would be nice. Um, but yeah, we'll have to, like, I'll get dimensions and we can start buying cute, like, Things. I don't know. This this is my... <laughs> I did a hand motion for things, for things. but um, besides that, I ordered a bunch of stuff from Amazon to tie-dye, so uh. if you have white clothing that you want dyed, I bought a ton of the powdered, like, dyes, so oh, I'll have a good. ton of it. I don't know if I have... I have, like, these... Actually, I have these two white t-shirts I bought from Walmart that... I bought them for a specific... Oh, I was going to wear them to a comedy show... And then I didn't like them, so I just didn't end up wearing them. <laughs> but other than that, I don't have a ton of white just because it doesn't stay white for very long with me. Yeah, just tie-dye it. That's <laughs> true. It's when, when you tie-dye something, it's like, oh, this is just going to add a little flair here. Yeah. So I think I got, like, blue, purple, pink. I think I might have gotten orange. But they're all, you know, Amazon, shipping separately. Which is why I have got the one sweatshirt. They were all placed under the same order. Got a sweatshirt delivered today, but now I'm missing the dye. So, I totally understand we're in a pandemic, and and anything that comes out of my mouth after this is not going to sound good, you know, because I just said we're. I totally understand. But I would just like to say I don't. I'm not blaming the Amazon workers because I totally think that they should continue social distancing and only operate if it's safe. But then you should give me half my money back for Amazon Prime. Because, because nothing's prime right now. Because nothing is prime right now. So I'm not saying Amazon should, like, ramp up their shipping. 
No. They should give me half my money back and keep the workers safe because... Do you pay for Amazon Prime? I do. Okay. Yeah, I paid for it this year. I paid for the whole entire freaking thing. My dad told me he was going to pay for half, and then what happened? Because, you know, here's the story. I thought I was going to get... He said he was going to cancel it. I thought I was like, it's going to charge to his card. He's going to never know. We're going to get another whole year. Well, joke was on me because I had just gotten an Amazon credit card, so it defaulted to my Amazon credit card. Mm. And so then I paid for the entire thing. So joke was on me. That was a little karma for you. <laughs> so yes, uh, Jeff Bezos, I would like half of my money back because you're not giving me the value. Amazon Prime Video is not worth $116. No, I'm so pissed off because the blacklist, the new season, mm-hmm. usually I wait for it to come out on Netflix. It's not going to be out on Netflix until, like, September at this point because the new season's ending, I don't know, when? Sometime. But the NBC app only puts up four episodes, and then they slowly expire, Mm -hmm. so I can't watch the episodes from October, and they're on Amazon for $2.99 an episode. But you know what I bet you will happen? They announced the NBC uh, streaming. Subscription. Streaming, but it's not going to, you're not going to have to pay for it if you have cable. But then what's the difference? They have an app right now. Like, what's the difference between that and the app that they currently have? I think they're going to just move all of their shows to that platform. And you're going to be able to watch all the seasons on there. Well, I'm really pissed off because that was my plan. Let's watch that. And honestly, it's a smart move for them because I think it's going to get to a point if every single network has their own streaming service, people are just going to be like, fuck that, I'm just going to get cable. Because it's going to yeah. cost me more to subscribe hey, to all these here services. And here, yeah. and here and here. So. Yeah. So, yeah, you say, okay, if you have cable, it's free. Okay, maybe I'll consider getting cable. Yeah. Disney didn't do that, though. No. But theirs is not too bad. It's like $6 no, a month. It's not. Like, that's very doable. Yeah. I, ugh, I have to move all, like, that, this is why I hate moving. Because <laughs> you have to call the cable company, then you yeah. have to move the cable. Because Ted and I still pay for cable. <laughs> but, we pay for cable the same aspect that we were just talking about because I watch all these shows and then I need to log in to watch them yeah. on my apps. So just have cable. It honestly it, it does give you access to a lot of things. And before we had cable, I was using like my dad's cable information, mm-hmm. so we still had something. And I still just use it because I don't. It's a lot shorter to type in than my uh, <laughs> than the one that we have now for our cable. But but also then there's like you access. Some of them don't take every single provider. It, yeah, they like have to MTV work with them. doesn't take Xfinity. Yeah, because you have they have to have a partnership with them. Yeah. If they don't renew the partnership, then that's it. It's weird. It's so weird. You would think like I, I pay for cable. I'm gonna watch it on my TV regardless. Yeah. So just put on your fucking app. It, it's so bizarre. But anyway, when is speaking of MTV, Siesta Key coming back? You know what I'm afraid of? I'm afraid of them not having finished editing the second part of the season and having to push it back. But the thing with that is, like, I'm working from home. An editor can definitely work from home. They can, but you know what? They announced today that the new season of Real Housewives of Potomac is being pushed to the summer because of corona. So something's going on. Because of editing or because of filming? I I think they're done filming. So unless they Ugh. unless they didn't film like the end of the season and they didn't feel like they had enough content to put out what they already had, yeah. Where like with Siesta Key, they filmed this so long ago, so long. It's gonna be, it's well over a year at this point, right? Yeah. Because we're just finding out 
Maybe not. It's like been a. I don't know. I don't know. I know. I'm just worried because we haven't heard anything. I know. Not even like a teaser or anything. Yeah. It's been a while since we have seen any teaser trailer. Nothing. So I'm just a a little afraid that it's going to get pushed and it's going to start happening. Like, this is a show. Matomic was supposed to air in May. Hmm. And it's not even like they didn't have the season at all filmed. Like, if anything, they probably had the majority of the season and maybe just not the end. So what's going to start happening to these other shows where they have nothing filmed because they they had to halt production? Oh my gosh. I'm just like, this is, listen, this is all I have right now is reality TV. At least least reality TV, they can quickly push out episodes. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like they have to... It's not like those other shows where they actually have to film and write a script and get everyone to do that, where, like, those shows are really going to suffer. Where reality TV, they can at least, like, not throw something together, but, like, put on a few events when this is over, film it, and then edit it. But what is... I wonder what that even is going to look like in this weird social distancing Mm -hmm. world where even, you know, they they are probably just going to have to secure, like exclusivity to certain restaurants yeah and film at those specific restaurants and there's not gonna be a whole lot of people in there maybe it'll just be a private room and they only film in private rooms yeah because they're not and they're i doubt they're gonna be going on vacations and the trips that they do unless it's like a trip to like you know mountains or something like that where they can get a house Mm -hmm. and they're secluded that's true it's i think it's gonna be very it's gonna look very different and be very interesting oh man it's just wild did you and casey finish um too hot to handle we did did you watch it i am watching it ted is like ted watched probably 15 minutes with me and was like i literally want to punch all of these people in their face like all the guys he's like they look like the biggest douchebags oh my god all of them definitely are and also like how is it that hard to not have sex with someone within eight hours of meeting them. I mean, it, it barely, it's actually, you barely know them. I, I said it would be different if it was somebody, it's like you throw a, an actual couple into a situation. You're like, okay, you guys can't have sex or kiss Even or anything. Even, like, on Are You The One, like, they're all very attractive, but they're not, like, boning after four no. hours. Like, after an hour. Like, some of them were making out after an hour. Like, we've watched a ton of reality TV shows with attractive people, and, like, that's not the reality of the reality TV show. No. It was so heightened. Like, I feel like they went in. I don't know. I don't know. It was a lot. Of, and some of them were so young. Too. A lot of them were so lot, young. Yeah. Did the one girl, the blonde hair. Shit, I forgot her name. But she was in a sorority. And she's yes. been kicked out of the sorority. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. No, sororities don't fuck around with that shit. Well, she, like, was, she had such a terrible attitude on the show, too. Yeah, but they don't fuck around with that stuff, and it's like, you're going to give us a bad name? Out. I believe it. Oh, my God. I'm up to the episode where everyone just found out that they made out. Francesca. Francesca and the, the blonde. Oh, the blonde? Because they were like, fuck this so $3,000. Here's the thing is, that $100,000 split between 10 people after tax is really not a lot of money. No. So, to me, it wasn't really an incentive enough to not break the rules. No. But now it's even less money. It, 
it's a wild ride, but... <laughs> I haven't gotten to a point where, like, anyone actually has sex, so... It's... <laughs> I'm not gonna say anything, but you know they have to, because it's, like, yeah. that's the whole... I mean, they can't not make out after eight hours. Yeah, like... Uh, and they're there mm, for a month. I can't. These people are wild. Also, they're not, like, very smart. Like, some of the girls on that show, some of their free... Like, I just, like, is there someone, like, in your head... Like, what's going on? Would the blonde... What it... I don't know if it was the blonde or Francesca or... No, I think it was Chloe. She said, I'm not the brightest spark in the book. Yes. And Ted her was like... That's not I don't an think expression. that's the right... I think he took, like, five different yeah. phrases and combined them. She did. She definitely did. <laughs> oh, God. They, yeah, these were not the most intelligent of people. Except for the one guy was an accountant, yeah. so... The guys, I think, but, are a little bit smart. Yeah. It's just... And then the... The... Why do I... I cannot remember her name. The, the blonde, the sorority girl, was like, I don't even know where Australia is. Yes! It's like, are you really serious? You it's don't know where Australia is. Like, it's not even just a country at this point. <laughs> like, that was I something. Can. That, yeah, that was another level. How, how can you say this on national TV? I can't. Please. Please stop. You're just <laughs> incriminating yourself. Ugh. I can't. Um, okay. What do we want to talk about first? Real Housewives Challenge or 90? Um... Let's talk about 90. I feel like I have the least to say about 90. Speaking of Australia. <laughs> Speaking of Australia, we have Stephanie and Erica. I I still love Stephanie. Like I do like her too. And I just don't know if I like Erica. I can see both why they both get upset, especially when there's alcohol involved. Yeah. But I also think like they're just not being understanding. Of each other. I think so. that's exactly it, is that they both have different expectations for a relationship, and if those are not meshing, it's not going to work. Yeah, I don't see them long-term working out. I don't think long-term they work out. I There's a rumor. I don't know if it's a rumor. I actually didn't read the article because I was just complaining about clickbait, so I feel like anything 90 Day Fiance related is always 100%. a clickbait. But I heard that Stephanie is not, TLC's not renewing, or Stephanie's not coming back to TLC, like, one of them. I, I just hear something. I wanted them to work out so badly in the beginning, because they're the same age. I both like them separately. Mm-hmm. But I just think that Erica is probably somebody who's looking for more of, like, an open sort of relationship, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And Stephanie is definitely that person who wants commitment, you know, you're only with me. Anybody that you've had a past sort of relationship with is is through. Which I don't think there's anything necessarily wrong with that. No. And I don't think there's anything wrong with Erica's perspective either. I just think that yeah. they're different. I also think there's like a maturity piece there too. Yeah. Like, yes, they might be the same age. But I think Stephanie is very mature. Like, she's been through a lot. She has a bit, like we've talked about it before, like yeah. her own company, like her own brand. All of that, and is also battling, like, has been through just yeah. a lot, like, takes care of her brother, and Erica's kind of living this, like, carefree lifestyle yeah. that doesn't fit 
the like structure that Stephanie is looking for in her life. No, I think Erica's definitely still in the, you know, party phase and that's also fine. And, yeah. I mean, I would love to be at a party right now. So <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that. She's not so old where it's like, okay, you need to get over that phase. It's like, no, it's still age appropriate for her, but that's just not the type of lifestyle that Stephanie's looking for. So mm-hmm. that I think if you're when your lifestyles are so different, it's hard to reconcile. Yeah, and I think, like, it doesn't help Stephanie that her online persona is very carefree, like, blah, 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 all of this, and then her real life, like, her real life personality isn't that. So, it's, like, separating that carefree lifestyle that she puts out into the world, and, like, like, I don't think Erica's seeing the, like, seeing where Stephanie starts and her online persona begins. And they had, I mean, the thing is, they had some argument about how Erica is still friends with multiple people that Mm -hmm. she's had relationships with. And, I mean, it would make, that would make me uncomfortable. Especially not really fully knowing somebody and you're not in the same continent. Mm -hmm. You're not even close to each other. You have to, I think it's two-sided. I think it's, like, you have to have a lot of trust in somebody, which you should. hmm But also, it's a little it's a little strange when you're not used to something like that. Yeah. I think it's also a little bit different just because Erica is from such a small community that at that's that true. point, it's, like... There's not many people to be yeah. friends with and so... That's, that's also true. That's a good point. I just think there is... I, and I don't think it's a thing where Stephanie's controlling or... Mm-hmm trying to be, like, manipulative or anything like that. I just think that she genuinely doesn't see on... She's just not on the same level. They don't see eye-to-eye on certain things. And, listen, Erica looks pretty miserable. And Stephanie looks pretty miserable. So, (coughs) the person you're with shouldn't be making you miserable. No. It'll be interesting to see, like, because they're making up and, like, starting over, like, where it goes from there. So... But I think... Especially in the beginning of a relationship like that. First time meeting, like, you shouldn't. But I guess there's so many feelings and there's such a high stake at that point. Like, they're just not meeting to meet. They're meeting to... See if they see want if it. See start if a, Yeah. But I just feel like the beginning of a relationship, it you're in this happy bubble. So if you're in a bad point to begin with, and it's yeah. not like it was a once, it's been a one-time thing been like recurring fights that they've been having they haven't been happy except like day one or two i feel like the only time they were happy was at the airport yeah and when she got took the bath or yeah. like something like that, that was it and since then it's just been Down nothing hill. but bad times so i i don't see how that lasts no i don't either speaking of lasting david's love for lana <laughs> he needs to throw that out that should be dead did you see all of the, like, jokes and memes online about how, like, the waitress at the restaurant is just Lana and she does it and, like, lures men there to bring her flowers, essentially? That is a great theory. I love it. <laughs> it was so, that waitress was so funny. She's like, guy shows up for lunch and his person doesn't come. It's not uncommon, but the flowers shouldn't go to waste. Amazing Leading compassion. to that conspiracy that she is Lana. <laughs> Here's the thing. I'm done with TLC and the storyline. 
because I'm done with TLC and fake ass stories. Like we have David and Lana. We have Yolanda and Williams. I'm sorry. Who the fuck is named Williams? Then we had Caesar and Maria where that one just worked out for you, TLC, where Maria ended up being real. So, so many fake storylines and I'm done with it. They, they're going to think that they can fraud us by saying that she exists, yet how many times has he gone, gone to somewhere and she doesn't show up? Also, Darcy and Tom, fake news. Oh my god, <laughs> it is so freaking fake, it's ridiculous. It's like, enough of you people, they're both, at this point I've just, I'm convinced they're both thirst monsters. Oh, they are, like, to the extreme, so. And I get that every reality TV person, it has some level of thirst. But theirs is on a level that it's just, I can't even digest it's it sad. anymore. Yeah. There was, um, I was reading a comment, and it was, it said, I can't tell if, wait, I can't tell who, which is more filler, the Darcy and Tom scenes in 90 Day Fiance, or the actual amount of filler yeah. in their face. That's <laughs> so. so funny. Oh my god. <laughs> so filler. 90 Day Fiance. Here's the thing. They kill me because they tend to have a lot of filler. But then what the moments, it's like the moments that aren't filler are great. Yeah. And then there's a ton of filler. It's like you need to watch about 10% of the show. And then they, speaking of clickbait, they watch bait you because then they show you these previews where you think something else is going to happen and And it's a completely different story. They, this is what they need to do. They need to highlight the minutes that I should watch, and I'll just watch those and forget about the rest. Like, have a warning. Like, Darcy's coming on. Turn it off. Yep. This is not relevant to any part of the story. Please fast forward. And I'll do it, because it's just like, I don't appreciate TLC wasting my time. This Don- David and Lana storyline, waste of my time. Well, he goes to her apartment. And and he's Such be nobody. stalker vibes. So stalkery. But it's because she doesn't exist. So he can do it. Well, someone lives there. Somebody does live there. But she does not exist. I do not see how somebody could be delusional enough for seven years to never meet somebody, never even see somebody and think they're real. Yeah. Fake. Then we have Lisa at the mosque. All of the memes comparing her to E.T. in, like, the little basket with, like, the... not towel blanket over his head oh it killed me she looks like a thumb she looks like potato you know what i give her like a for effort for trying she's really trying to bring him over as a servant (laughs) every single time he gets on the screen he talks about how great the opportunity is america and how much how the economy is and i'm like he's not wrong he's not wrong but he is 100 using her yeah yeah. I don't understand how anybody thinks this is love. Even Lisa. Baby girl Lisa. Well, there's all this. So, apparently, Usman is, like, very sick right now. Oh, really? And baby girl Lisa keeps posting on her Instagram about him and all this stuff and how she's still, like, BGL, baby girl Lisa. <laughs> and how it's not coronavirus and, like, all this stuff. And it's just, like... Are you guys together? Because I thought you got divorced. I need to know. Maybe they did get divorced and then they rekindled. Because he realized that 
fuck, I need to get there. <laughs> it, listen, it, it happened to Mimi Leakes. She divorced her husband and then she remarried him. But it's a little but different because they're in the, the same country. Yeah, I and was going to say they're like they're in the same in... state. <laughs> yeah, a little different. <laughs> but it happens. It happens. People rekindle. Especially people who want visas to come here. <laughs> To use, to use women. But, like, there's a, the ban on people, like, like, they're in one of the countries, because remember we talked about that whole thing with Michael and Angela, oh, yeah. like, how was she gonna get around the travel ban? Well, now there's gonna be, he's saying, a ban on immigration in whole, which is just wild. Yeah. But that's, that's a whole other story that we're not gonna even get into, because we could go on forever, but. Yeah, what are we going to do with that 90 Day Fiance with no K-1 visas? Seriously. Everyone's going to have to come here on whatever the, what is it, K-3 or whatever the marriage spouse one is. And that takes longer, doesn't it? I don't know. I don't know I'm either. I'm not, I'm not up on my immigration law. But. Regardless, that was really it. I just, again, they, they make no sense to me. I think they're both using each other for something. I don't um, love them. Avery and Ash, literally so jealous when they got on that boat and went snorkeling in the Great Barrier Reef, so... I'm jealous of most people on reality shows nowadays, because I'm like, wow, you're outside your house. Did you, though, want to be at that party that Erica was throwing in the outback? That didn't... They also seemed, like, weirdly overdressed for that party, because it was in a barn. Just, you know what um, Stephanie reminded me of when she showed up to... I know we were done with them, but in Schitt's Creek... When Alexis shows up to, like, the parties at the bar and wearing, like, the really cute dresses and she's, like, not out of that, like, that phase. And that was Stephanie showing up in, like, a short dress, like, high heels and everything. And she walked on that grass in her, I'm pretty sure she was wearing lubes because they had a red bottom. That's impressive. In that grass, no problem. That's very impressive because that's hard to do. It's hard to walk in any heel. Yeah. In grass. She stormed away. So, but yes, they're snorkeling. It was beautiful. They're both very attractive. They are. I love them aesthetically as a mm-hmm. couple. Their I, children would be beautiful. Gorgeous. I think that she has a jealousy mm-hmm. habit. And I think that he also withholds information, which doesn't help. Yeah. If you're somebody who already is a little bit jealous and insecure, and who knows what her past relationships were like. So it could be for cause. Mm-hmm. And then you are somebody else who's supposed to be your partner and they withhold information. It's not a good combination. Yeah. I also think, like, his comment on the boat, he, like, you could tell it was one of those things where, like, you're in the middle of an argument and you say something and it comes, like, the context isn't there. Yeah. It comes out wrong and... It was just, like, a word vomit situation, and, like, you saw his face, like, immediately, like, Ooh! Oh, shit. Like, I, I really screwed things up for me. Yep. Uh-huh. He knew as soon as he said it, he's like, I'm gonna have to dig myself out of this hole right now. I'll be interested to see when Avery actually goes to one of his things and see how that goes, because I feel like Avery's not one of those people that, like, believes in that bullshit, yeah. and it seems, like, very, like, spewing, like, what people want, want to hear, hear like mm-hmm. buzzwords and I don't think that's gonna help her because she her fear is that he's just saying the right things because mm-hmm. he is a relationship coach so he knows what people want to hear yeah but Avery also knew all of this before, before. going over and like 
Like, I don't, I don't know why you're surprised. I don't, I think the other part of it, too, is some of the things that she, I think it's just part of it is jealousy. You know, she mentioned that she saw messages with him and his, the people that he's coaching, and he didn't mention he had a girlfriend. Like, I don't think there's anything necessarily weird about that. Like, that's your business. Yeah, it's not like I walk into a meeting, even though there's a man in the room, and say, I have a husband, yeah. so we're clear. Yeah. Let's talk about business. Yeah, like Exactly. No, I don't think that's you strange. don't do that. Like, also, the fact that it was 60 unread messages, it's, like, to see that number, like, they had to be unread because it had to be, like, a notification yeah. type thing. Like, there are 60, he's not responding. So, like, what's the big deal? Yeah, I think it just comes from her jealousy and insecurity. So, the fact that they've broken up so many times as well. He also has a son that he would have to move, and I don't, I'm not buying into the story that his wife is okay with it. Avery and Stephanie should get together, because they both have jealousy issues, and they're both afraid of the same stuff, and they're both in Australia. But that could also create a crazy (laughs) storm, a crazy jealousy storm. Yeah. But I'm... I have more hope in Avery and Ash than I do in the other couples, but not much more. Yeah, I do too, especially because, like, there's all those rumors that Ash has been to Washington to visit Avery and stuff like that. Like, another, like, you know, fake storyline TLC, but whatever. (laughs) And then, I know, Varya and Jeffrey... I know you don't watch them, but Jeffrey tells Faria's mom about the drug conviction. She is not happy. Would anybody be happy with that? <laughs> the person, this person that your child child wants to marry, and they have a drug conviction. But granted, it happened when he was like a teenager, and he's a lot older, and like created a business and stuff like that. They don't know about the other charges. So if we're looking at it, like minus those charges. It doesn't look as bad. It doesn't look as bad. But I don't think any parent would really love it. No. But, nah. Next week, I've already watched the, like, 30-minute preview of it, but Ed and Rose, Rose, I don't know what her name is, still can't figure it out, are back on this episode, going on vacation. So... I'm sure if you've been on Instagram, you've seen the memes about him giving her Listerine, so. Isn't that so nice that they get to go on vacation? I can't. <laughs> Everything I watch now, I'm like, wow, that's so great. They get to leave their house. When you went house hunting once again, I was like, wow, that's so exciting. She gets to go somewhere. <laughs> I literally had to talk to the landlord. I was, he- like, on one side of the street in front of the place, and they were in their car across the street, and we were yelling across the street to each other do you want that maybe just got a little excitement in my day (laughs) oh man well once ted and i move in and they lift restrictions and we get some furniture we'll go to a house party i know how many people do you think they'll say it can be in a gathering 50 50 okay well, you're not going to have 50 people in your house, so. No, I won't, so <laughs> don't worry about that. But hopefully we can get a bar. Oh, I, hope I think in the dead of summer, like, we can 
I think it's going to be diminished. It's going to be lesser capacity, but it will be allowable. Yeah. So I think, like, maybe we'll be able to have a housewarming, but I want to buy furniture. But I guess I don't need all the furniture yet if I just want to have people over because it's, like, the end of quarantine. Exactly. And I think people won't care because they'll be excited to just go somewhere. (laughs) That is true. This is this is my thing. It's like, do you think people are going to be afraid to hang out with each other? I don't know. Like, I don't know. Here's, I'm not afraid to hang out with people because I'm. You're convinced not, you had it. Also, <laughs> I am convinced I had it. And I, as soon as we can get the antibody testing, I'm getting it. I don't care how much it costs. I'm gonna. I'll pay for it, and I want it. Because even if I didn't have it in December, there's no saying that I haven't been exposed to it and I had it and I didn't have symptoms. I'm also, I don't know, I, like, think I would be weirded out because even, like, I got a package, that white sweatshirt that was left on my drawer, I picked it up, and then I felt, like, gross. Like, I felt like I had to, like, scrub my hands afterwards. So, like, I feel like I'm one of those people that's like, oh, like, don't touch me, don't come near me. (laughs) But I think in the dead of summer, if the projections are true, we might be able to have a few people over. Do you think people are going to hug again? I just, I'm not a hugger, so I could not care less. I mean, I could care less. I can't, whatever it is. I don't care if people can hug me or can't hug me because I'm not a hugger. You know what? I don't, I'm not a hugger with everybody, but I'm a hugger with, like, the people that I'm close to. Yeah. Like, I will hug people. Yeah, yeah. Like, hello, hi. Like, you know, it's like a quick hug. But, like, the people I'm close to, or if I had... I'm close to them. I haven't seen them in a long time. Like, yeah, I'm a hugger. I want to, like, get a quality, solid yeah. hug in there. But it's like, are people going to be afraid to do that? I don't know. You need, you need like, some effect. <laughs> I'm really just, I'm looking, like, I just want somebody to touch me lately. <laughs> Not somebody. Just to be clear, like, it's obvious who I want to touch me. It's my boyfriend. Like, I'm not <laughs> just putting that out there. This just is going into a tangent. But I didn't want to sound like I want a random person to touch me. I specifically would like my boyfriend to touch me. I can't. I don't, I don't want it to sound crazy. I mean, it is sounding crazy the more I talk. But. Well. I just want. Well, maybe in July or August I can have people over. I hope. At least you can come over. Yeah. Because we've been seeing each other, so. Exactly. We're we're fine because we're seeing each other and we're not seeing anybody else. And yeah. we don't live with vulnerable people. And we live in the same, or like, we're neighbors. Yeah. It, we're, I'm walking a block. I'm not really, I'm not having to travel to come and see you. Until June. <laughs> but I'm, we're not going to, like, locations where it's like, no. that's not the hospital we would normally go to. Like, whatever hospital we would normally go to is the same hospital. I don't even I know what to. hospital I would go to. I don't either. Where is the hospital no, here? I do know where I would go to, and I don't care. If I die on the way there, then it wasn't meant to be. <laughs> what hospital's near It's in Towson. It's the one I went to. Is that the closest hospital to us? No. There's oh. much, there's I was Hopkins. like, are you kidding me? There's MedStar <laughs> that's like literally. That's not a hospital. No, they have a hospital. They have an emergency room over there. Oh, do they? They do. It's not, I don't think it's like a full hospital, but they have it in the ER. Johns Hopkins. It's not yeah, very far it's away. Not far, There's but actually like, another one downtown. I don't remember the name of it. But oh, there is. There the yeah. I just drove by. The other yes, way. there's a hospital there. So there's tons closer. But I'm going to Towson. So if I don't make it, I wasn't meant to make it. Well, then moving on. Real Housewives of which one do we want to talk about first? Let's talk about New York. Okay. 
I feel like there's a lot to unpack in this episode. And, like, there was only, it was only one day. We literally mm-hmm. only got one day, and there's so much. <laughs> First of all, that house was insane. Yeah. And $39 million. Very clear that it was that much. So. Definitely an advertisement for oh, that yeah. man. But, I mean, I was saying, that is the house I'd want to be quarantined in right now. Oh, yeah. He has a bowling alley, he has a movie theater, he has freaking a skate ramp with a DJ booth. That's the house you want to be stuck in. Yeah. Um, but Sonia was on another freaking level, so, and it all started at the wine. <clears throat> yes. Tasting. Which, Leah made a phenomenal point when she said, are you really surprised somebody who's, like, a, a, an alcoholic who's trying to stay sober wouldn't want to come to a winery? Yeah. I just, like, the other girls are just not used to, like, Luann not drinking. Yeah. So. So they don't get it. But it's like, why would she want to go to that? To sit there and drink her water? Yeah. It's not really the same experience. It's not even like it, they're all eating. It's like. Yeah. They're literally they're just, just drinking. drinking. Um, her story about the halfway house and everything was crazy. Insane. I have, I just have so much respect for her as a person because most people would tell that story and I think be like poor me my parents mm-hmm. kicked me out I had this terrible upbringing N- you know they my parents didn't love blah, blah blah and she was like no my parents did what they had to do mm-hmm. because they had other kids to think about and it made me persevere and it made me who I am today it made me tough yeah it made me start the business from yeah. the ground up like did all that like and like I felt like everyone kind of got vulnerable in that moment except for Sonia except Sonia <laughs> Which is so funny because Sonia gets vulnerable. Yes. I just think she's But when she's space. drunk. Yeah. Like, if Sonia's drunk, like, she will tell you her deepest, darkest secrets. But I, she wasn't in the headspace. Something's going on with her. Mm-hmm. And, like, it clearly comes out when she goes to yes. the party later. But, and then the fact that Ram- Ram- Ramona, <laughs> Ramona left the thing and she's like, oh, I'm going to go set up to be a hostess. And she went on a fucking date. <laughs> like... Ramona kills me. She is always trying to go on a date, be with somebody. Like, she's always trying to socialize. She's social climbing. She is such a social climber. And so, yeah, like, even though she was fucking wasted, had a great point of, like, we are her real friends, and, like, these are the friends that you kind of, like, do the, hi, how are you? How's the weather? How's the kids? Like, yeah. It's all service level. Yeah. And Sonia just calling her out in the middle, like, why are you being so fancy? Like, I'm your friend. (laughs) Sonia is a national treasure. And, like, I think it was Leah. Someone had, like, a good point. Maybe it was Tinsley. When they were doing, like, the just talking to the camera thing. Like, that was Sonia's life for so long. So, like, Sonia knows when you're putting it on. And, like, she's over it at this point. Like, she is done. She has left that life. (laughs) She's so past it. And I think she's lived, like, a million lives in between that and her current life. Oh, yeah. So, it's, there's no fooling her. And when, what did she say? She's like, they get into the argument. She's like, the $30 million house. And she's like, it's 39 And she's like, oh, I'm sorry. You and your $7 million home actually got a praise for $8.7 She's like, I'm sorry. I have 1,100 or like whatever she said, like 1,100 square feet and two bedrooms. And she's like, that's so pretty big. I was like, this is the most ridiculous fight I've ever heard. She killed me, and it, 
It was so okay. So when they go, they're at the part house party. And they go into like the bowling alley, and the one of Ramona's friends comes to Sonia, and she goes, "You were an accessory." Like, well, Sonia kind of set it up that way, though. She did, but it's just a weird thing to say to somebody. It is. Like she kept like, she was like, "Oh, you like you made it for yourself." Yeah. And blah, blah blah. She's like. My husband used to tell me what clothes to buy. Yeah. It's like, you're kind of setting it up for someone to say something like that, but you don't want to hear it. And so. it, it's a weird thing to say to somebody who you're not really You're not friends, friends with. with, yeah. Yeah, it's one thing if it's like, you're a friend to this person and you're having like a heart-to-heart. Like, yeah, this person dressed you like a doll and, mm-hmm. you know, played with you because they thought you were just a little toy. But it's weird for somebody who doesn't know you to say to there's you're not, not friends with you to really say something like that yeah and then that as we know from seasons past is a trigger like mm-hmm. sonia's marriage and everything like that immediate fucking trigger, trigger. yeah it sets her so off. she goes after tinsley and it's like you were a trophy yeah. wife and tinsley was like i was married for two years like and we we're the same age we went to the same boarding school like not trophy wife not even on the same level and then they go upstairs, and Sonia is on, a, on another level when she's sitting at the table with that guy who was probably, like, 30 years younger than her. He's younger than us. Yes, like, she's trying to sleep with him. definitely, like, 19. <laughs> so, so young. And she's just, like, trying to flirt, flirt her ass. And then she's like, I'm sitting here with your rich friends. Sony, please, please stop. It's like so embarrassing. Like yes. I felt embarrassed yes. sitting so there. So embarrassing. It. And I love she says something and she something about like, how's your pussy or something to to Luann and Luann sits down. She's like, it's still there. And like, what she gets up and says something like, I make more money than all of you, or something like that. I was like, oh my god, it's- like train wreck and meanwhile I, I so identified with Leah and she's like can we just go home and order pizza like, yes she's like I was so embarrassed by Ramona but I was so entertained <laughs> and then they get up to leave and Ramona's like okay enough like the party's over and I love Sony's like the party's not over you're over just such a thing to say when you're that wasted and, like, then she was, like, trying to talk to that guy, and the guy, like, makes, like, a weird face yes. the camera. <laughs> oh, my God, that was the highlight when he books with the camera. was like, yikes. <laughs> Just yikes. And she's like, who are you? And it's like, then she, like, stuck out her belly, yes. and she's like, belly She's like, belly to belly. Who are you? This is so embarrassing. Like, I was probably so uncomfortable. So, yeah, like, please stop. And Luann's like, you know who he is. He's married. Yeah. And she's like, you're beautiful. <laughs> And I was like, he's not attractive. No. no. Abort. Abort. It was so uncomfortable. And then they're just trying to wrangle her to leave the house. That was so funny. It, it was, Sonia is just, she's, she's something. She makes a show. Honestly, I think with Bethany, Bethany leaving, she was my favorite on the show. Yeah. No, I love Sonia. I love Tinsley too, but like, I love Sonia. Yes. I like Tinsley for different reasons, and I think yeah. it's mainly because like everyone hates her. Yeah. So. I like Tinsley. I think that. Where was. She doesn't show enough of her life. Where was Dorinda? Dorinda, the whole party. She was there, but she was just like. she. Oh, yeah, she was uncomfortable. Yeah, she was uncomfortable. Because the whole they're, party. they're doing a house tour, and it's yeah. like. But it's a little bit different than a house tour because they're just bringing you downstairs to a bowling yeah. alley where people are bowling. He's not like. Upstairs. Come see my bedroom, yeah. come see my bathroom. It's like. That's a house tour. 
This is a come see my bowling alley yeah. and bowl if you want to. And how many people have a bowling alley in their house? Like, it's a cool thing to show somebody. Yeah. It was just very different. She's like, I lived in Europe for a while. It's yeah. like, okay, well, it's different. He's not bringing you to your no. fucking, like, the bedroom. Exactly. It was a little, I don't know. Didn't love it. But then. It would be weird if he was like, this is my bowling alley. You can't bowl. Yeah. Exactly. It was something fun. Yeah. And then the next morning, they all wake up and Luann has left the house. And she sends this insane email. But only CC's sends it to Ramona, but CC's Dorinda on yes. it. And it is basically it's like, you know, there's a spider in the basement. It smells like dog yes. piss. <laughs> it's just like you don't you don't consider me. You don't think about me. I I either had to be in the basement by myself or share a bathroom with someone. I'm just like Okay, is that a travesty to share a bathroom with somebody? And I'm Please. sorry, that basement was beautiful. It was. It was a nice... She had an entire living area to herself that she could just, like, It wasn't a room. Out. It wasn't a bedroom. It was a bedroom, a private bathroom, and a living room. Yeah, nobody else had that. <laughs> just, I love the way she sides it off. Good night from the lower level. She's such a diva. We should, since we recorded in a basement, we should start signing off yes. our podcast like that. Just every, every week, the night from the lower level. So I stupid. <laughs> She's just so outrageous, and it's like, she thinks that she is so much more than she is. Oh, yeah. Please. She needs to take it back a notch. She was, she was humble for... A well, day. A day. Yeah, exactly. She was humble for a day when she got off probation, and then she went right back to being the countess. Like, it's, you can just say... I don't want to, I need to go home. Like, you guys are just fucking drunk all the time. I need a break. (laughs) And you know what? I can understand the part if she, maybe she felt excluded because she's in the basement by herself and everybody's upstairs. But at the same time, she doesn't want to be around that. that. Like, I would feel like that if everyone's upstairs having a great time and, like, getting ready together because they're all on the same floor and I was stuck in the basement, but... But then you go upstairs. I would either call everyone and say, hey, I have so much more room down here. Yeah. Come down here. Or, can I come get ready with you? Exactly. You're like, hey, I'm by myself. Can I come upstairs? And yeah. You don't even have to say that. You walk up the stairs and say, like, I was lonely downstairs. I want to get ready with you all. Yeah. And that's it. And that's the end of the drama. Not, oh, I got so scared because there's a spider and it was like the itsy bitsy yeah, spider. That was, yes. that was such like, a yes. Are you kidding me? There's no way, no chance yeah. that a spider crawled right in front mm-hmm. of your face while you were getting ready. Yeah, and it, <laughs> and it caused you to have neck problems. That whole thing was BS too. It's like, okay, you didn't just go say you don't want to go to the vineyard. Yeah. Like, and people, will, whatever. Will, people, I think people should understand because they would respect it more yes, than the than BS. The so. I mean, they thought she was out on a boat. It's like, no. If instead you should just say, I don't want to test my sobriety. I'm going to sit this one out. Well, she tests it this season, so they keep showing that clip of her trying alcohol, so. This is my opinion, and I'm not a doctor, but I didn't ever feel like she was an alcoholic. And obviously, we don't see everything. The only thing that I could, like, believe with that, though, is, like, those crazy stories with, like, trying to buy the house and, like, her being manic and, like, all that stuff, so. But to me, that was, like, a perfect storm because there was a lot of shit Mm -hmm. going on at that time but in prior seasons I never thought that she drank so much to the point where it was like a catastrophe (laughs) like Sonia yes and and even Sonia she's still I mean listen when she drinks she is like 
when she drinks drinks, she's out of control, but she doesn't always drink to that level. There's no, like, for Sonia, it's just, like, I'm having a glass of wine or I'm, I'm having a full glass of straight vodka. Yeah. So, and her comments about the gin, she's like, this is just the other house. Where's the real house with the gin? It's like, Jesus, they have fucking vodka. Like, <laughs> Calm down. Calm down, Sonia. So funny. I'm excited for the rest of the season, though. Like, I just, like, just just Sonia. It's just, like, yes, do I feel bad because she's probably watching this and she's, like, the fuck? Yeah. And, like, you know, like, that moment, like, when we're, like, we're all on vacation together after a big night of drinking and everyone yeah. kind of gets up and you have that, like, energy in the morning after being, like, out all night that was Sonia that morning. Yes, where she, she ran fresh. out and she's like, hey, what's up, you guys? It's yeah. like, I know that feeling. <laughs> You're just so excited. Yeah. It's like, oh, I don't even care what I did last night because I don't remember. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Last year was so fun when we all went on vacation together. Oh, my God, Sam, I can't. <laughs> yes, we all went on vacations together. It was great. <laughs> it was fun. Regardless. Beverly Hills. Beverly Hills. I don't feel like a ton happened, but there was little, there was little things that were interesting. We, not, people are saying we dove into the Dorit PK. No. No. We didn't. We got the information they wanted us to have. There was no diving. They gave us the littlest bit they could get away with so that they said, like, hey, we addressed it. But you didn't. But they barely, they skimmed the surface. And then they were, like... They're breaking the fourth wall more with it because, yeah. like, you you hear the producers trying to ask and dig, and, mm-hmm. like, I think they're doing it to show that they're trying. Like, yes. they're trying to get there, but... But they don't give up much. Even though... It just, like, you know, they had the headlines, but they didn't even really address the headlines. They just said the financial mm-hmm. crisis hit. So, but you're not addressing things because no. a lot of people had hit the financial crisis... And they don't owe what you owe. Yeah. And it doesn't make sense because you owed money to a casino, but you're saying that you were a real estate person. It makes no sense. It it literally doesn't. And I feel like we focus more on the closet situation than the actual financial situation. But it's like, yeah, I have this new yeah. house. And it's like, okay, well, what about everything else? Like, why is the house only in your name? Why isn't it in yes. his name? Like, can we talk about that stuff? Can we talk about... Literally anything else. So, and their old house they didn't own. They only rented that house, which I know, is very which they kind of talked about. Yeah, but like, we didn't get much out of them, and not nearly as much as we should have. And I will say, they like to get on people for not sharing things that are actually going on in their lives. They they don't they share. don't share things. They don't share things the things we want to know about. Well, they can't because they'll be fucking like used against them yeah. so they can't share that, anything like that is yeah it's part of the issue they're legal matters so yeah. they really can't discuss them like they don't want a Teresa Joe situation going yeah. on so true but I could see everything being like I see, feel like if that were to happen Dorit would be fine yeah. like I feel like everything is like they're separate and that's why the house is in Dorit's name like yes that's why like that's those why. little things yeah. it, like, before, like, with the Joe and Teresa, it was, like, the, everything was joint. Everything was together. Yeah. And, every like, I feel like they're being a little bit more smart if there's something fishy going on. And I don't even 
even know if there's that there's something fishy going on. I th- just think it's that he owes money. Yeah. I think he owes money, and she bought the house because if they were to seize assets, they can't seize the house because yeah. it's under her name, and it's not under PK's name. Yeah. That's that's really what it is, but obviously they're not going to say that. No. Like, but also, like, even if something were, like, I, TLC, not TLC, wow. It's not a TLC <laughs> show, like, <laughs> bravo. <laughs> like, they would drop out of Real Housewives before anything got worse. Oh, like, 100%. Because they don't want that to be, like you said, they don't want it to be used against them. Yeah. And that's all footage that a, an attorney could go back to and point to. Yeah. So, legally, I think they're doing the right thing, viewer-wise. It's not what we want. No. And here's the thing. I don't know if we talked about this last week. I don't think we did. But we have the trailer where Denise Richards is going, bravo, bravo, fucking bravo. And I, what we didn't talk about is the fact that the reason she does that is because... No, we did. Oh, did we about... I think so, with the breaking the fourth wall and, like, bravo trying to stop filming when they say bravo. Yeah. And it's just... And then now it's resurfacing even more. Like, you know, me saying, like, I'm just doing it because you guys said you did it. Mm-hmm. And I love that Bravo kept it in. Yeah. And even, like, with the Dorit and Pete, like, when they were, like, trying to eat yes. the, the mint during the thing. And it's, like, typically they would cut shit like mm-hmm. that out of, like, oh, they're making too much mouth noise and, like, rummaging through yeah. stuff. And they were, like, we're keeping it in because at this point, like... Who the fuck cares? Yeah. So, we want to get to the bottom of it. Yeah. And we have to show that we're actually trying ver- because then they'll get more backlash. Yes. On the, like, why like, didn't we talk about that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, the other thing I thought was very interesting, I mean, there's a lot, but the whole story with Garcelle and her ex-husband. Mm-hmm. Wild. Yeah. The fact that she saw the text message and, she, you know, said, I love you. And I'm thinking when she asked, you know, how long has the affair been happening? He's going to say, like, you know, a couple months. Five years. Five years is up long fucking time that's a whole nother life you have a secret life you have a double life mm-hmm. i i felt so bad for her in that I, my heart broke i was yeah. like can you imagine the person no. you're married to for however for 10 years half of your marriage half of your marriage they've been cheating with somebody else it's like was this even a, a valid marriage yeah did it take you five years to find someone to yes. cheat on with me with like <laughs> it's crazy It's just, can you imagine, you're like, you have a life with this person, you have kids with this person, you're sleeping with this person, meanwhile, they have a whole other life you don't even know about. I know. First of all, how did he even keep that under wraps for five years? It would be exhausting. Like. Yes. I. But that's, I mean, okay, what he did was so, so, so wrong, but it's sort of impressive that he was able to to keep it under wraps for five years. Yeah. How? I mean, but I guess. Flip side, if you're in a relationship and you completely trust that person, you have no reason to suspect that they yeah, have a double life. Yeah, and if they're working, like, in quotes, yeah. working and everything like that. But, no, that is crazy. And especially, he, he was an agent, so, mm-hmm. I mean, how, yes, I get agents work hard, but, like, you can go, if you're an agent, you can probably go out in the middle of the day, see your mistress, and go back to work, mm-hmm. and... Nobody's going to know, because you're still coming home at the same time. Yeah. Or even going out at night, like, hey, like, I have to meet this client at a restaurant, and the client is your love, like... Yeah, and it's not suspicious, because that's just your job. Yeah. Crazy. I felt so bad for her, but you know what? I like Garcelle so far. I like her. She's fun. She's adding, like, a good 
she's good in the mix of everyone. And I think she's very real. It was funny when they were showing Garcelle's house that she's, you know, building herself essentially. And it was 3,000 square feet. And before that, we, they show PK and Doris and they're like, it's 9,000 square feet. Like, there's just such a difference. I, <laughs> I feel like Garcelle probably has more money than them because she's been in actual, she's been mm-hmm. in movies. Like, she probably has some decent wealth. And I think PK he doesn't and Dorit, owe money. Yes. I think their wealth is fake. I think it's all very service level. But it's interesting to see, like, what she is spending. I just think she's very, she's mm-hmm. much more real and down to earth. Yeah. Um, then Sutton, opposite. opposite. Oh, my God. Real and down to earth is Sutton. <laughs> I can't stand her. She's so pretentious. She's so. She, Where is she from? She's from somewhere in the South. Erica said it, and I didn't remember where, but she's from the South. Okay. And she did say that. I'm trying to figure out her accent, because it's not, it's like, weird. a Southern accent, yeah. and it's not an East Coast no. accent, and it's not a West Coast accent. It's, like, you take all the accents, like, all the U.S. accents and add in a British accent, and you get Sutton's accent. Yeah. So. First of all, she has dinner with Kyle, mm-hmm. and she tells her that she has a great idea to name her, uh clothing line yacht wear and kyle's like no yeah she's like i don't not all people have a yacht and i think it's smart because not everybody does have a yacht no i think her attempt like her approach with athleisure it's great like everyone loves athleisure especially while you're working from home so it's great right now although i don't even think her brand was necessarily athleisure no, it was more like pajamas and robes. Like, yeah. I, I don't get sure it, it, but was. Sutton definitely, like, the Yacht yacht Rock, where the yacht, le- yacht Leisure with the Yacht Rock playing in the background and just have a party on a yacht. Like, that is just very, like, pigeonholing yourself into one. One specific brand category. I don't like Sutton. Here's the thing. <laughs> I was thinking to myself as I was watching this week, I was like, I don't like Sutton, but I was like, do I not like her because I didn't like her from the week before? And then I was trying to have an open mind. I was like, no. She's just is so pretentious. Like, she has that scene where they're at the, her boutique opening. She's like, this is blah, 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 couture. And Erica's like, I don't think you need to announce that it's couture. <laughs> like, we're all probably wearing couture, but we don't need to tell people that it is to make them feel bad. Like, oh, you're not. And then she goes, and it's still ugly. Yeah. And, like, the thing is, we're like, when Lisa was, like, describing her in, like, that intros, like, she's rich, like, she's rich. But, like, going back to that whole thing of she's rich in the sense, like, she makes it known that she has money. Where is she wealthy? I don't know if she's wealthy. But, I mean, here's the thing. She obviously has decent money to be able to open a boutique in West Hollywood. Yeah. But... According to reports, her net worth is only, like, one point something million. Which is not a lot, but I think maybe she gets money from her ex. Yeah. I think, I really think she gets money from her ex, and he seemed, apparently, according to people, is very wealthy. So, she probably is wealthier than that, but it's not accounted for because it's not her money. Yeah. I don't like her. I don't care for her. I'm glad they didn't make her a full-time housewife. (laughs) Because she's just too, she's too pretentious for me. I get Beverly Hills pretentious, but there's, you know what? I like to see wealth without being reminded of how poor I am. (laughs) 
That's why I like Erica. <laughs> yes. It's like, she's so wealthy, but she but doesn't tell me about it. But she's down to earth. Yes. Because she also, came, like, she, came she talks, nothing. yeah, and she talks about being, like, not a stripper, but, like, a stripper. A, like a go-go dancer. Yeah. That scene with her and Tom was precious. She mm-hmm. very rarely lets down her guard and is emotional on this show. So, that scene when she's just, like, crying because she just is so thankful for Tom. And he's so precious. Like, I this know. is so was, cool. Yeah. This is so exciting. Like, this is a big deal. He was so cute. <laughs> I, I, and he, I can see the connection between them. And I don't think mm-hmm. there's a lot of people that I would look at who have such a big age gap. And I would think, wow, they're really in love. But you can tell that they really care for each other. Yeah. It's not like an Ed and Rose thing. So. No. <laughs> they both only... That wasn't both a worry. <laughs> they both definitely have actual, like, adoration and care for each other. It was it was just precious. And I love, like, he's like, my secretary has everything set up. Like, I'm going to come and see you every two weeks. I'll be... I know. He was just so, so, so precious. And like she said, it's one thing to have financial backing. But it's another to have somebody who's emotionally supporting you. Mm-hmm. Like, I believe in you. I know you're going to do great things. This is major. I'm proud of you. I love when they were talking about, like, her being, gra- like, a grandmother. Like, she, they were like, oh, imagine her picking up, like, grandchildren out of school. And they showed, like, yes. the bike. And she was just, like, standing there, like, while the bike walked by. <laughs> I was like, I can't. She gives us amazing moments. She She has definitely this cold side to her. But I think it's because of things that have happened in her past. So it's nice when you get to see this part of her that's very vulnerable. Yeah. But I think that's pretty much it. I think so. So let's move on to the challenge now that we... Oh, yeah. I forgot we haven't talked about that yet. No. Okay. Ugh. So we can can go through it quick, even though it was very... Listen. I am so upset. If you guys haven't watched it, I'm sorry. This is a spoiler alert. Ashley went home. Like, I don't like her, but I like her. That's how I feel. He, she, you know what, here's the thing. She brings very good drama. She's great for TV. Yeah, she's great for TV. She has great one-liners. I don't like her as a person. Yes. But I like her. I like her for MTV and for mm-hmm. the show. And D sort of annoys me. So, I, I would have rather her stay. But, and he, the crazy thing is, this was really a challenge that was set up for her to win. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, putting the seasons in chronological order, Dee even said, she's like, you guys don't even air this in in Australia. How am I supposed to know what season comes when? It was not designed for Dee to win. No. But the pots came down to luck. I just, I, I don't like that Ashley went home on a challenge that was luck-based. Like, p- give her a puzzle. Give her a physical yeah. challenge. Like, she is such a good competitor that she should have won. Like, remember last season when she went against Nani and, like, did that racing thing up the fucking mountain in the jungle? Yeah. Like, she's a great competitor, and for her to go home on not being, like, her game piece being underneath dirt. It's crazy. And you know what? Some tea on this is that I saw a uh, direct message from Car Maria with some fan saying essentially they didn't go on the season because it was rigged for Johnny to win. Because they rigged the challenges, they rigged the eliminations, blah, blah, blah. 
I believe that they have elimination set up ahead of time and maybe they change the order of them based on who's going in. Hmm. But at the end of the day, they can't rig it. It's no. a game show. There yeah. are laws in place. So they can't rig somebody to win. They can heavily, heavily favor someone. Yeah, yeah, they can favor somebody, but they can't set it up and say, okay. And they can, like, win. influence people in the, yes. like, hey, did you, like, the producers, hey, did you hear this person said this about you? Yeah. And, like, stuff like that. So then you get, the chances of you getting voted in are yeah. higher, but... But they can't set it up so that a specific person mm-hmm. wins. So, I think Caro is just sour because they didn't call her for the season. I don't. I really, truly don't think they called her, despite what she says that they called her and they and they denied it. Yeah, they were probably like, "Go away." Yeah, like, she, needed, she needed a mental break, and it shows from that that message with. A could fan. you picture her in this last challenge with the freezing no, water? She would be going out of her mind. She would be so insufferable. I mean, she's already insufferable, but she would be. Ten times inseparable. So, we'll go to the challenge where they're in this... I feel like I missed something also during this whole thing. But I was also reading a lease and signing it and paying a security deposit. And Ted was watching it. And he's like, are you watching this right now? I was like, no, I'm not. I'm doing a 300 million other things. So, they're in... The challenge is they're in this, like, pool of, of very... Freezing water. Freezing water. And people are chipping ice away to, to make it colder. To make it colder. Which was really a disadvantage to the last people going because the ice had time to sit and mm-hmm. freeze the water versus the first people in where if you're adding water, it's not going to get cold automatically. Yeah. I mean, you're adding ice, it's not going to get cold automatically. So the last team to go was honestly at a disadvantage, but a later, so, you know, they're chipping away at it, whatever. And Casey goes, 50, 59 degrees, that's not that cold. It's like... Yes, it is. It's freezing. A normal... Okay, think about a Any- hot tub. Anything lower than your body temperature, your body will start to freeze. Yeah, and think about it. A hot tub is, what, 100 degrees, and that's hot. A heated pool is maybe 75 degrees, and that's comfortable. Yeah. So 59 degrees? When I was scuba dive, like, getting certified to scuba dive, they're like, you're going to go into water that's 80 degrees, because we're in the Caribbean. Mm -hmm. They're like, you're going to think that's warm water. You need to wear your wetsuits, because when you get deeper... And you're in there for over X amount of time, your body will start to freeze. So it makes sense. So they're all in this freezing water. Um, the first, you know, the first couple groups do okay. Then you have Nelson and I don't remember who was on his team, Kayla and somebody else. D. D. And they looked terrible. Their lips were blue. Their skin was drained move. of color. They couldn't. They couldn't move. And. But D, here's the thing. I will give D credit. She never gives up. She will never call it quits. But there's a point where that's why, like, MTV was well, like, yes. you need to get the fuck out, right? Because they're like, we're going to be in a big fucking pile of a mess. Yeah. If we let you stay in any longer. Because they had been in it way too long. That's why TJ had to come over and say, like, no, yeah. you guys are done. You're, you have to call it. You have to be done. And Kayla and D were fine. Nelson couldn't get up. Nelson couldn't even walk. You could see the video of him, and they he had to like pull him up. Like he literally couldn't get out of the pool. As soon as he got out, he tried to get up, collapsed on the floor. And we didn't get a status update on him, did we? No, he came back. Oh, did he? Okay. Because mm-hmm. there's a scene of him and Corey hugging. Okay. When he got back from the hospital. That. So, but he he was in bad shape. It was they were in it for way too long, and. It, it, it couldn't go on anymore. And it was very scary for the people going after that because they're thinking, 
I know Tori Shit. was like, the fuck? Like, like, I'm supposed to go into that? Wes had a good tactic. That was a good tactic. So he pees himself to keep himself warm. And honestly, it's like, it's not a bad idea. And like Tori said, I wouldn't mind getting, you know, some urine on me, which is sterile anyway. It's yeah. sterile. I wouldn't mind having that to keep my hands warm. Yeah. And they also had a smart idea. I think bef- the team before them went and they and they had their people who were ice pickers and Tori said, don't put any, like, don't do anything because it's just going to make the water colder mm-hmm. for us. And that was a smart strategy as well. Yeah. But ultimately, the team that ends up winning is Anissa, Bananas. Big T. Big T. Was it Bear? Mm-hmm. Bear, and I can't remember the last person for the life of me. I don't know. It was, it was a lot girl. of people for... Because uh, they made the train with five instead of three. Yeah. I can't remember the last person. But... Big T's annoying the fuck out of me. Like... I will say she does have a very posh accent. Ugh. She can be friends with Ramona. And her fancy fake friends. Yes. But... And the other side of that, too, is, like, Johnny is sort of... Bananas is, like, coaching her. And this is the person you want to coach. Although, you know what? He plays a smart game. He does. He plays a very smart game, but he's not coaching her in the right way. I think he's coaching her to do his dirty work. Oh, yeah. She's just, like, very, like, oh, what are you going to give me? It's, like, nothing. Like, literally nothing. And Tori was right. She's like, I can't promise that I'm not going to say your name. Like, (laughs) and she, yeah, she goes into the uh, tribunal room and she's like, I thought these people were all my friends, but I'm not getting that same feeling anymore. And ultimately, they don't pick her anyway. They pick D to go in. But it was a very strange situation. The The other big thing that happens is Bear is trying to win over Kayla. I will give him the perseverance. And I feel like he's going so hard because she's rejecting him so hard. And she has a boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, so he's just, like, going at it because he's trying to flip her. Because he... Here's the thing, I think he's an asshole of a person, but he's so entertaining. He is, and he's like, I'm in love with her. It's like, you're not. Really? Or you're in love with the chase. Yes, like... that's, that's what it is. And he goes in the room, and he starts doing the fire extinguisher. That had to have been a nightmare, because that's not good to ingest. No, someone did that to me in college, and one got in so much trouble because they set off a fire extinguisher in a dorm. They literally came into the bathroom and, like, sprayed it, one of the guys, and, like, it got everywhere. Like that room, like, minute, like, 20 minutes, half hour, probably, mm -hmm. after he did it was still gray. Yeah. It literally gets everywhere. It's not... Not a pleasant feeling. It was a nightmare. It was, like, a really stupid thing to do. Also, you know anxiety driven me was like what if it was a real fire now you just used up the freaking extinguisher also it's not like you can even open a window there no exactly there's nothing to ventilate it yeah so he goes into the room and there's a room full of people and it was probably funny to watch but not funny to be in the room and everybody was just annoyed with him like you really did that so then he gets into a fight with ashley and ashley spits in his face which is just but again, somebody says it's ratchet. Yeah. It's the most ratchet of ratchet things. But Ashley's ratchet. She like, is ratchet. So I expect nothing less, but it was gross. And then Matt, Maddie sees that, and she's like, no. You're not going disre- to disrespect somebody like that. Because I feel like that is honestly one of the most disrespectful things you can do. Oh, yeah. It's spit in somebody's face. So then it becomes a, instead of a bear-Ashley fight, it becomes a Maddie-Ashley fight. Yeah, I, 
don't even understand, like, I understand, like, how it happened, yeah. but it escalated so, so quickly. Quick. And it was so, okay, this was so funny when Ashley's like, you're probably, I don't know if she says, like, a dick sucker, cocksucker, and Maddie's like, who's, whose dick have I sucked? And Ashley's just like, everybody's. Which is just like, we all know it's not true, but it was funny to hear. And then, you know, Maddie keeps going off. And all of a sudden, you have Nani, who's like, I'm fucking tired of this shit. She's like, Maddie, shut the fuck up. And then her and Maddie get into it. They had no reason to get into it. No. But this little moment I found so funny, too, was Bear's trying to get in between Maddie and Nani. And he's wearing swim goggles. He doesn't want to be spit on. <laughs> he's protecting his eyes from the spit. He is just, he's such a character. He is. He's such a terrible human being from the show, but he's so funny to watch. Yeah. I also, when they were voting in Ashley, when everyone was kind of talking mm. and voting in Ashley, um, how, I think it was D was like, you're my friend and like, but I have to vote yeah. you in, whatever. At least, like, she could have came at it the same way that Tori did of, like, I'm voting you in because I know you will get a red skull and I want yeah. you here and, like, I want you to do this. Where Dee's like, no, I'm just voting you in. And then Kyle did something. I don't remember. I didn't hear the last half of what he said he was doing. But he started talking about, like, half the room is voted for you, blah, blah, blah. And that was at the point that she got, I don't know if he said, like, I just want you to vote yourself in so that we don't have to keep going around the room. Yeah, he was trying okay. to stop it from, like, Escalating to literally everyone voting her in and getting to that point of, like, embarrassing. Yes, so. okay. And then she gets up and she's like, I'm crying right now, but I will, mm-hmm. like, rip you a new one. I'm going to come back. And Nani had a good point. It was like, when Ashley comes back, she comes back with the hit list. Yeah. She doesn't come back and it's like, oh, all is good. No. That's why Tori was like, safe move and like, yeah. hey, I'm doing this for you, not because I don't like you. Yes. The other thing, too, there was something else. So she comes, you know, Kyle says a thing and she comes back and, oh, there was something else and I can't remember what it is now. Mm, this is going to kill me. But I guess it wasn't that important, but... <laughs> I will say, next week we get this preview where Kayla and Bear kiss. Mm. In the preview. Which, I mean, there was already pretty much, like, spoilers that she cheated on her boyfriend with Bear. She even says, like, he's being so persistent. Yes. It was so funny when he's like, Kayla told me if I left, she would she would really miss me. Oh my god. I can't. I can't. Ugh, but he's so cute. Like, cute in the, like, no, I don't know. Like he's somehow charming, but yeah. not charming at the same time. It's very weird. I don't, I don't know what it is about him. There's something. Yes, he's charismatic. He's that's it. That's it. He's charismatic. So you just want to love him in the annoying, so annoying way. Like yes. it's in an annoying. It's not like charismatic in like that charming way. It's in an annoying way. I remember the last thing I was gonna say. So Ashley, you know, after Ashley loses and D wins, D won pretty much from help with Wes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ashley, she just goes. First of all, she's like, "I love you so much. I hate this house, though. I can't get, I can't wait to get out of it." And she, and she goes, "And Wes is a piece of shit. I know. And she nobody went, should work with him." She went in on him. She went so hard and was like, "She's like, you were working with me too. So I don't know why you were helping D." I'm like, 
because you weren't his number one. Yeah. D was his number one. And yeah. like So why is he not gonna help his number one? Yeah. And uh, Ashley would have won if Wes wasn't helping D. Yeah. Because D wasn't gonna figure it out in no. time. No, no, no. And I think the last part of it, D figured out just by, you know, random mm-hmm. assortments, but she definitely needed Wes for part of it. Mm-hmm. And she wasn't gonna get that part without him. Yeah. So I get it, but she just she went off. It's just so entertaining to watch. I think it was Bananas who said it perfectly. He was like, here's a perfect example of you're getting Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde Mm -hmm. with Ashley. One second, she's like, I love you guys. I love all you. I'm going to miss this house. (laughs) And then she's like, but fuck Wes. It's great, though. It is. This whole season has been, so far, I think, really good. Mm -hmm. They definitely spend less money on the eliminations because they spend all their budget on the on challenges. The challenges. <laughs> but you know what? I can deal with that. Mm-hmm. I don't care as much. And the big thing, like we said last week, is that watching it doesn't make me feel jealous or sad or nostalgic because they're in the they're in a bunker. Like, okay, I'm not sad about you freezing in water. Yeah, it's not like too hot to handle where they're at like a beautiful yes. resort. Yes. And the, uh, but you know what I will say? I said this week Kayla had a tweet, like, we talked about, like, weeks ago, about how she, you know, like, we've already done this. Like, how did you feel stuck in a bunker with no windows? But they got to go out to a bar this week. <laughs> like, she has the audacity <laughs> to bring this up. But they went out. They still go out. They go out, like, yeah. once a week. They still so. go out. So, the freaking audacity this girl has. Please. It's not, not even the not same. Not that she's comparing a TV show she's getting paid for yeah. with a pandemic, but the audacity that she got to go to a bar. <laughs> exactly. And compare it to be the same. It is not the same, Kayla. <laughs> Let me... You know what? You want to compare it when I get to go to a bar again? Let's let's talk. I can't. On that note, <laughs> I think that's all we had to spill for this week. Um... Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at The Weekly Spill to keep up to date with all of reality TV. (laughs) And you can listen to us anywhere major podcasts can be heard. Bye. Hey!